God is crazy in love with you. What man among you having a hundred sheep and losing one of them would not leave the 99 of the desert and go after the lost one until he finds it? This seems utterly foolish to leave 99 perfectly healthy sheep in the desert to go after one. But that's how much he loves us. And he's trying to tell the scribes and the Pharisees who, who don't see correctly how much God really loves us. Jesus truly is a good shepherd. We are blessed to have Bishop Boyer as our bishop because he is a good shepherd. And this Sunday, Bishop Boyer has asked all the priests of the diocese to read a pastoral letter from the pulpit about a situation of grave evil that we as Christians must address. So I'm going to read it this morning and make a few, few comments afterwards. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in 1931, the state of Michigan enacted strong pro-life legislation. This is our present law. In 1972, supporters of abortion brought that 1931 law before voters in a statewide ballot initiative. The people of this state rejected abortion. This is the last time the issue was tested at the ballot box. Today, I call to our attention a new and grave threat to our children and to our culture of life. It is called the Reproductive Freedom for All Initiative. The Reproductive Freedom for All Initiative will be on our ballots this fall where it will appear as Proposal 3. It seeks the approval of the people of this state to amend the constitution of this state to include a so-called right to abortion. This effort is spearheaded by Planned Parenthood and the American Civil Liberties Union. To tinker, to tinker with the Constitution is very serious is, to tinker with the Constitution is very serious business. We should reject this proposal on that basis alone. However, I want to be clear. The, Re the Reproductive Freedom for All initiative is the most extreme abortion proposal this country has ever witnessed. Based on the wording of the proposed amendment, this initiative seeks to enshrine abortion up to and including the day of birth in our state constitution. It also seeks to eliminate dozens of Michigan laws that presently regulate abortion. These include parental consent and notification laws, laws that prohibit partial birth abortion, informed medical consent laws, 24-hour waiting periods, taxpayer-funded abortion, laws that require abortion facilities to be licensed, licensed and inspected by the state of Michigan, laws that prosecute anyone who injures or kills a woman during an abortion, and laws that protect the conscience rights of persons who refuse to participate in abortion, such as doctors and nurses. What is more, the scope of the Reproductive Freedom for All proposal is not limited to the issue of abortion. It will also likely prohibit prenatal parental consent, sorry, it will also likely prohibit parental consent rights if your child wishes to pursue or is being pressured into pursuing medical procedures or chemical treatments intended to change the outward appearance of his or her biological sex. These include puberty-blocking puberty drugs and cross-sex hormones. Such invasive treatments for children who are gender-confused can inflict irreversible physiological damage coupled with long-term psychological, emotional, and spiritual damage upon an already vulnerable young person. It is likely that the Reproductive Freedom for All campaign will place Michigan at the national epicenter of the abortion debate. The pro-abortion lobby has already spent an estimated $10 million collecting the needed signatures. 
Significantly more money will be spent during the campaign with, pro with pro-abortion elected officials and advocacy groups across the country ready to bombard Michigan voters with their propaganda in the weeks to come. As the governor of this state has, re has said repeatedly, both she and her allies in the pro-abortion lobby will, quote, fight like hell to prevail on this matter. How then, do we how then do we respond to those who fight like hell? Simple. We fight like heaven. What does that entail? First, we have to employ three great spiritual weapons to the, of the Christian life. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. As St. Peter Chrysologus wrote in the 5th century, fasting is the soul of prayer, mercy is the lifeblood of, of fasting, sorry, fasting is the soul of prayer, mercy is the lifeblood of fasting. Let no one try to separate them. They cannot be separated. If only you have one of them or not all, if you have only one of them or not all together, you have nothing. St. Peter assures us that prayer knocks at the door, fasting obtains, mercy receives. Hence on the feast day of Our Lady of Sorrows, excuse me, hence on the feast of Our Lady of Sorrows, Thursday, September 15th, I am calling upon all within the Diocese of Lansing, both clergy and laity, to begin a 50-day Rosary Novena that will conclude upon the eve of polling day on November 8th. This will be 54 days of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving in union with the Blessed Virgin Mary, who is queen of the family, the mother of all mothers, and the patroness of the unborn. You can sign up for a daily text providing information and inspiration across each of the 54 days by texting Fight Like Heaven to 84576. That's all one word, Fight Like Heaven to 84576. We're going to have more information by the welcome desk. There's a table with a bunch of information there, and we'll give out some stuff later this fall to make sure everyone can follow along. Second comes action. The Diocese of Lansing is cooperating with the Michigan Catholic Conference and the Right to Life of Michigan to oppose and defeat this ballot proposal. They have created an umbrella campaign group called Citizens to Support Michigan Women and Children. The most important front line in this battle of life and love, however, will be the local parish. It will be you. If each of us does what we can, including prayer, sacrifice, and action, we will overcome this attack on life. It's as dramatic and as simple as that. In all we do, please remember this. The pro-abortion lobby will do everything it can between now and polling day to hide the extreme elements of this proposal. That is also why we each have the happy duty of telling our family, our friends, and our neighbors the truth about this ballot initiative. At present, most Michiganders don't know about the Reproductive Freedom for All initiative, but when they do know about it, they won't like it. We have less than two months before voting on November 8th. Time is short. Our task is great. The Lord, however, always provides. Therefore, let us work cheerfully and unstintingly, knowing that His grace is sufficient. Thank you. Assuring you of my prayers, I am sincerely yours in Christ, Earl Boyer, Bishop of Lansing. The real question will always become, and always is on these issues like this, is whether or not we will be indifferent. This is a proposal for legislation to amend our Constitution. And we as Christians have the responsibility of making sure that we defeat this so that we can defend the innocent. And one of the things I want to encourage us to do is to, is to, when we speak with our friends and our family, to do it out of a place of love. Not out of a place of judgment, but a place of love. 
Because ultimately speaking, there are people who are pro-choice, when they see how extreme this really is, who will probably vote against it. But if we come from a place of judgment and come from a place of anger, well, they're probably going to vote for it. So we need to be wise on how we do this. The truth is, is that God wants to shepherd his people through us. And if we take seriously the right to life and, and really the, our duty to protect the innocent, then I really believe God is going to use us to defeat this proposal. This may the Lord be with us as we continue to pursue life and to protect, protect life so that everyone who is conceived has a right to be born.